Welcome to the OMG Becky podcast. I am Becky G. And I am Becky P with the lisp. I'm the Becky with the lisp. And today's question is, what's your sign and your Enneagram? So my sign, I know off the bat, I've been hearing it since I was a little kid. I'm an Aquarius. And I am basically the epitome of an Aquarius. I'm stubborn. I'm introverted, but I'm also very bossy, and I know exactly what I want to say and what I want to do, and that's, I think, why I also have OCD, and I'm very organized. Okay, so my mom, like, my biological mother was actually an Aquarius, and that sounds exactly like her. Now, I don't, like, I don't put a lot of stock in horoscopes and star signs, but I do think they're interesting to learn about, and so it's kind of funny that I, I'm a Scorpio. And um, apparently we are supposed to be passionate and mysterious and very sensual people. And right now, like, I have coffee breath. I don't, I don't, feel, <laughs> I don't feel very sexy. And cat um, hair. And ca- I'm covered in cat hair and everything. So, um, however, I, I do agree with I'm, – I'm a very passionate person. And um, I'm one of those people that as soon as I find out something um, affects someone close to me, I'm an immediate advocate for it. Like, I I have done, like, fundraisers. Like, I like to make jewelry as, like, a, a – I, I wouldn't even call it a side hustle. Like, it's just a ho- hobby. But, like, I will – I am so happy to make, like, you know, um, awareness ribbon things and stuff because, like, that's that's my uh, my passion. Um, so, oh, who is it? Who's – okay. We are at Becky P's house right now and there are many cats surrounding us and we heard a jingle bell. You probably did too because we're not going to edit that out. We, who is that? Is that Atlas? It's probably Atlas. Is that Atlas? Okay. So – He's so big. He has we're... a tendency to jingle wherever he goes. Oh, I like, I like that thought. Hey, Atlas, is that you? Okay. All right. He'll probably join us later. And we'll do a play-by-play on Atlas. Um, so anyway, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so like I would say there's aspects um, that match for me. And um, our mutual friend Emily, which is actually how we met. Hi, Emily. We, we know you're listening. Hi, <laughs> because you, you might be the only listener to this episode. So thanks. Um, <laughs> we, we met through Emily, who's another cat person. And um, she actually did my, my like, my birth chart for um, for my sign, my – all that stuff. And um, she said the one takeaway she had was that um, I'm a balanced person, which, like, yeah, because I take antidepressants and I take anxiety medications. So, yeah, of course <laughs> I'm balanced. Same, but um, I'm not balanced. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, it, it makes sense, though, because I, I, I do um, – I'm a moderate human being. Like, um, I, I have a Christian background, but I don't identify as, like – conservative or liberal i'm like kind of a right in the middle kind of person um and apparently my the stars told emily that but also i've known her for a couple years and i think she figured that out on her own too (laughs) the one thing about horoscopes that always get to me is i wonder if a lot of people research their horoscopes and then try to make themselves (laughs) reflect or if they just are the way they are and then they find their horoscope and they're like Oh, wow, oh. that really matches up. 
with how I am because I know growing up, my mom was very big. Both my parents were hippies <laughs> and they never grew out of that. Like, I think people always told hippies, you'll grow out of this yeah, eventually. My yeah. parents did not get, grow get out of job. being hippies. Cut yeah, your hair and my, yep. My mom was all, my dad never grew in long hair until the day he died. <laughs> I love it. And my mom was just a, a straight up tarot reading, horoscope believing nurse. But a hippie. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. But my parents were like not. They were like exactly the opposite. From the time I was little, my mother was, you're an Aquarius. You're a water baby. You love the water. And I do love the water. I love the beach. I love being in the pool. And I don't know, honestly, I don't know. Is that because that's she just told because yeah. my mom constantly said, you're a water baby. You love the water. And I was swimming young because my dad had us learn to swim young. Or if it's because I just happen to really like the water and I feel that I live in the wrong state and I, I should be living on a beach somewhere. Can I tell you, I actually don't know how to swim. <gasps> I know. I know. I tell people that and they're really? like, because <gasps> you know what? When I was a kid, I had an incident where like I felt, I didn't, I wasn't actually almost drowning, but I felt like I was almost drowning. And like, I've always been, even though I love the water, I I, I can't really get in it. Although I did, um, my husband and I won a trip to Jamaica a couple years ago and I did actually, I doggy paddled in the Caribbean. I did. Oh. I did. I actually did. And there is there that. is no, like, there's no, you can't actually describe it with a, hey, if you hear our kids yelling in the background. We're not sorry. We're not. Yeah. We're, <laughs> it's just, it's the way the podcast is. Like, we're both moms. We've said that up front. We have cats. You're going to hear jingle bells. So that's, you know, if you don't want that, you can listen to a beautiful curated podcast. There's plenty out there. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. This is not one of them. Uh, oh, yeah. I was talking about the Caribbean. There is, there's actually no, there aren't words like in the human language, in any human language, I think, to describe exactly that color. Like, it's just, it's like, it's amazing. So I doggy paddled in there. And that, that's my, like, I guess claim to fame right now. Is <laughs> that's what I did. So I learned how to swim off the back of my grandfather's boat. Oh, the, did they throw in you? In the Yakagani River. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. So, like, Caribbean for you, Yakagani <laughs> River for me. Okay. And, like, I was, it was basically like, you know, my, my dad would take my sister and I and, and teach us like the basics of swimming, how to hold your breath, how, how to dog, how, to, die. how, how to move to your die. legs. Okay. And then, you know, after a while it got, you know, Hey, this looks like a great spot Poof, <laughs> off the back of the boat. And you know what? We both knew enough that we knew how to swim. That's very cool. And, and it's we not like he abandoned you. Like yeah. he was there. And we were okay. able to do it. And then that once my cool. dad knew we knew how to swim, they installed our pool. So oh, then my really sister cool. and I got to grow up with a pool. That is very cool. And the cool thing is, is that my dad was alive for both my daughters to be born. Oh, that's and awesome. And he insisted that they both very young know how to swim. Oh, I like that. So my oldest was able to swim by the time she was three. Mm. And unfortunately, Samara was only one when my dad passed away. But she was on the way? Was she but on the way? she was on the way awesome. to swimming and my husband finished teaching her how to swim. So she was also swimming by three. There's also a clock in this house. And it's really ancient. It's like 100 <laughs> years old. And, we're, and we, her we, house we, is we're, 150 years old. <laughs> we're so. going to honor the clock. Yeah. So you can honor it too. Or you can, you know, whatever. Go elsewhere. Or you can, yeah, or you can listen <laughs> to another podcast. Um, okay. So I also wanted to ask you, because this is really important to get to, like, to know people. Like this is our like... Um, you're meeting at Starbucks like for the first time, like it's your, I wouldn't say your Tinder date because that's not really my thing. Um, <laughs> this is your, you're meeting up with another mom date and you're trying to determine if they're as weird as you are and if they are, if they're a good match for your kind of weirdness. So I need to know, Becky P, what is your favorite Pokemon? Oh gosh. Um, this is important. This is make or break. So, on- <laughs> so honestly, I love 
Pikachu because he's so cute. He but the cute. Pokemon I identify most with is it Snorlax? It's Psyduck. Ah, okay. <laughs> because he yeah. is so anxious, he's and neurotic. if he gets stretched, stressed out, he explodes. <laughs> and that's me. I feel Psyduck on a personal level. Okay. And I love my that. favorite thing is when people get to know me, and if they're also a Pokemon fan, they will say, you are a lot <laughs> like Psyduck. And my husband said that to me when we were in high school, and that's how I knew I had to marry that man. That's it. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll tell you I'll tell you how I, how I knew, well, actually how Ross knew he needed to marry me. But um, okay, so my my favorite, favorite Pokemon is Vaporeon. Again, because I have this sort of water connection. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a waterbender, all this other stuff. I guess Scorpio is a water sign too. Um, which can I, can I, let's go back to that for one second. I hated being a Scorpio as a kid because scorpions are ugly. And then like, I would have like, I want to be the Virgo. Like, look, she's so pretty and blonde. And like, you know, all the pictures. She... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we thought someone got hurt, but it's actually, they're playing Pokemon cards upstairs. It's just getting a little loud. The kiddos. Um, yeah, I wanted to be that. Or even like, I don't know, the scales were less weird <laughs> than a scorpion. But of course now that I'm an adult. And I realize that scorpions are seriously like BA creatures. I'm okay with that. Okay, back to Pokemon. I'm sorry. Um, there is a scorpion Pokemon too, there right? Is, Scorpius. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now we know that. Um, yes, the the Pokemon I identify with actually is Jigglypuff. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm shaped like Jigglypuff. And that's or I'm not. fine with that. <laughs> I, well, I'm rounder than I am long, I guess. So I'm I'm that you know. And I oh the kids again. Hey hey, what's up, guys? We're, we're recording. This is going to, we're not going to edit you out. I might edit him out. <laughs> hey, we're still recording. Do you want to come say hi to our listeners? Who is like, right now it's Emily. <laughs> okay, so we had to do an edit because all of our children came thundering down the stairs and were demanding that they play video games, but they can't do that while we're recording. But we did a head count. They're all still alive. <laughs> They're so. all alive. No one's, actually I can't say no one's injured because my kid fell in karate today. And did you notice Brett has that giant? But yeah. yeah. That is a, literally he fell on his nose <laughs> in karate. He's fine, but he's got this big like, you they know. They all still have their limbs. Yes, that's, yeah, exactly. Um, and they can play PlayStation later. That's fine. So anyway, we were talking about Pokemon. Yes, Jigglypuff. I, I relate to Jigglypuff because when I talk, people seem to fall asleep and not listen to me. And I get really mad. So, um, because... <laughs> So, we, okay, we've gotten through your, what's your sign? We've gotten through who's your favorite Pokemon. What is your Hogwarts house? Slytherin. <laughs> Can you say that with your lisp? Slytherin. <laughs> See, it's more authentic that way. It's more authentic that way. I love it. I love it. Okay, so what makes you a Slytherin? Other than the fact that we actually, um, we're recording with a snake behind us. Um, that would is... be Mr. Schnoofles, the Boople Snoop Snack. Yes. He is he's... a very pink Salmon and sunset orange colored corn snake. He's beautiful and I don't like snakes. So he's he's a very attractive um, snake. So what makes me Slytherin besides having a snake and speaking parcel tongue? Haha. <laughs> <laughs> and Actually, having a list that makes me say Slytherin really fun. Um, I'm extremely determined. And I'm extremely like... I don't know. I, I felt like I was a Slytherin before you just I could took sense the test. It. You could feel it. And once the Pottermore test came back Slytherin, I was just like, yep, see, that's me. Okay, they're literally banging on something upstairs. I'm is sorry. That... My son is half Native American. <laughs> we tend to have drums. <laughs> oh, it's the, it's the non-Native American son. Well, my kid's German, so I don't know what that means. I don't. 
He's half dinosaur. He's a dinosaur. He's he's a quarter German and apparently two thirds. Four. I can't do math. He's apparently (laughs) three quarters dinosaur. I guess that's fine. Um, Okay, I I am a Ravenclaw. Like no questions asked about that. I am. I'm a reader. I've always been a reader. I'm a dork. I would much rather be a researcher than an adventurer. Um, I'm completely fine with that, and I look fabulous in blue. Okay, right. currently my younger has come down and he wants me to untie his karate uniform knot. So I'm doing that. Rhett the younger. Rhett the younger. This is my wild. This is my wild one. I have a mild one and a wild one, and this is <laughs> this is my hot and spicy, and I have like a mild guacamole as well. <laughs> <laughs> because we like tacos too in our, I'm, in our I'm household. The only Slytherin in my house, and my husband and oldest daughter are Hufflepuffs. Okay, yeah, my oldest son is a Hufflepuff. He my, wants to make everyone happy all the time. Yeah. My husband likes to make people laugh. Um, my oldest daughter calls herself the happiness. Oh, I love that. And whenever is she, she like a giant happy bumblebee? Not really. She's <laughs> she's kind of like sarcastic for me, but when she walks into a room, she loves to say, like, your happiness is home. Oh, okay, your that's happiness adorable. has arrived. She also has zero self-esteem problems. Yeah, like, I love it. I mean she, I love she it. really struggles to like, you know, <laughs> hang in there, but <laughs> she she's very sure of herself and her ability to I make love people that. smile. That's cool. And my sixteen year old is a Ravenclaw. Okay. And she is extremely Ravenclaw. She loves reading. Um, And then we have my seven-year-old who is a Gryffindor. He's a tough kid. He is, yeah. He really is. He He's something else. He looks like Harry Potter, he which does. is kind of cute. He does. But he's also... He, a young Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> a very young Harry Potter. He does not give up. And he is always... He's always prepared for stuff. Like he's always prepared for his next adventure. Is it and possible that he can he can rub some of that Gryffindor off on my kids? If they hang out with him <laughs> enough, I make all the soul, apologies soul. in the world. That's it. No, and then my my youngest is currently um, currently a Slytherin. I say because I th- I have a feeling that all four year olds tend to fall into the house of Slytherin. Not maybe not all, but right now, uh, yeah, very determined, um, very aggressively determined. Um, he is determined to get his way all the time at the cost, if necessary, of other people's sanity. But again, that may not be because he's a Slytherin. It just might be because he's four. So we'll give him a couple years and we'll, we'll come back and figure out if this is, if this is him or this is just a phase. Slytherin's not a phase, mom. It's not a phase. It's a lifestyle. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I need to. You have any idea how many times I said that as like a goth kid? This yeah, oh, I, I believe phase, it. This is phase, mom. This is who I am. I just need to focus on my art right now. <laughs> Thankfully, I had parents that like weren't really they were cool judgmental with that. about that. They, like, it was more important to them. Like, did you actually go to school today? What are your grades? Okay, you dyed your hair a different color. Whatever. Good for you. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. Like, I mean, I'm learning too as a parent. Like, you have to you have to pick the battles to fight. And like, you know, I, I already told my kids if you if you want because we we love our hairdresser. We love her. Hi, Jamie. I'm. You're probably not listening to this because you don't listen to podcasts, but I still love you. Um, no, she doesn't. And that's okay. Cause she's, she's one of those extroverts. She doesn't need podcasts because she has people to talk to and listen to. What's that I like? know. Ew, it's weird. I don't know. I've had to do it before. I know. So I said already to like my oldest, I'm like, if you, you want to dye your hair red? Like, that's fine. I don't care. 
it's gonna it's 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 hair it's gonna grow back and it's not who you are this is actually a lesson I love this. We learned this from Daniel Tiger because we, we're out of the Daniel Tiger phase now, but we learned it. And there's an episode where they play dress up mm-hmm. and they like put wigs on and stuff. And the theme of the episode is you're still you no matter what you're wearing or what your, your color your, your color your care is, what color your hair is, um, you know, what care. kind of what kind of shoes you're wearing or anything. And I, I actually think that's super cool. Um, it was also very helpful when I got my hair cut really short and they were a little weirded out. And I said, but I'm still mommy. And they're like, okay, your, your mommy with like really short hair. Yep, but I'm st- I still cook for you and I will still wash your clothes and I will still give you kisses at night and I will still tell you um, to stop fighting with your brother. So I'm definitely still your mommy. Yeah. In our house, we have a, a pretty thick, much a deal of, you know, the way somebody looks doesn't make them who they are. Who yeah. they are makes them who they are. And as you've seen from my daughters, they're um, kind of color-coded <laughs> the, the oldest one has fire engine red dyed hair. Yeah. Um, and she's got a couple piercings. The 16 year old changes her hair color all the time. Currently we're black with a, I think there's some blue left in there from the holiday season. Holidays. She went blue for but, holidays. Yeah. I love it. But that, you know, it's, it's, you know, that that's just who they are. And, th- and that's how they, they express ha- themselves. They have a lot okay. of fun yeah. with it. And, my oldest has always said one of her favorite things about having different color hair is when she has little kids come up to her and ask her if she's oh. some kind of a Disney character. Oh my like, gosh, she had how really cute dark, is that? She had really dark purple hair when um, The Descendants came out. Oh, that's a thing. Yes. And little thing. girls would come up to her all the time and ask her if she was Mal. Oh my gosh, please tell me she played along. Please, yes. please, please. She okay, totally good. did. Okay, And yes. when she first Thank dyed you. her hair like Little Mermaid red, Little kids were coming up to her all the time and asking if she was Ariel. Oh my gosh. And, and she probably made like their life. If she said yes. And her Oh my gosh. Her favorite story was she was at a um a little fair with her grandparents, my in-laws, and this little girl came up to her out of nowhere and tugged on her shirt <gasps> and she turned around and the little girl said, Are you Ariel? And she said, like, the parents looked mortified. And she was, like, she, like, bent down and whispered, yes, I am. And she said the little girl just, like, her face lit up and was so excited. so awesome. And the parents came over and apologized. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Like, that was so cute. That was, like, it just made... She was like, it made my day. And I, mean, I would expect the parents to apologize if she was like, are you Ursula? <laughs> which, which, I've been asked that before. <laughs> like, okay, no, seriously. Um, My my best friend, Nicole, who is listening to this. I love you, Nicole. Um, We've also decided, like, we're our, our dream is to go to Disney just like the two of us together someday. Okay? But we are not going to go as princesses. We've realized once you reach a, reach a certain point in your life, you don't care about the princesses anymore. You identify with the villainess. Yes. Okay? Yeah. Like... I think that Ursula has a way cooler song than Ariel. And like, I mean, as an actor, I, I do have a, a, you know, a, I guess, a background in acting, you could say. There is nothing more fun than being the bad guy, especially if you get to milk it. If it's like, you know, if you go over the top bad guy, like that, that's like almost like dying on stage. Dying on stage is another big thing. That's awesome. For me, it's Maleficent. Oh, yes. She, the, the she absolute. has a dragon. She has, yeah. She has dragons. She turns into a dragon. She has a crow. She has a crow. That's so goth. What could be more fun than that? Plus, I mean, her wardrobe is awesome. Yeah. See? Like her hair, the makeup, the horns, mm-hmm. everything. 
so much more fun she was, than being Sleeping Beauty. She was goth before goth was a thing. Absolutely. I love it. And also, can I, can I be honest with you? My, my absolute favorite Disney villain is Hades. Oh! Ah, I know, right? I know. See, I, <laughs> as a giant mythology geek, I was excited when it came out. Of course, I watched it and made corrections on every single thing. Um, Zeus didn't love Hera. He cheated on her and all this a other lot. stuff. A lot. A lot. Like, a lot. A lot. Um, which because this is a family friendly show, we're not going to get into that, but we will on another episode, yes. but we'll yes. give you a fair warning. Definitely. Um, so yeah, I was like, that's not real. Although the movie itself is just so cute. And the muses. Hello. I like, love the muses. I have definitely been home alone and put the Disney soundtrack on and skipped, <laughs> skipped until I could get like one of the muses songs. And I, you know, I, I do it. I, I, I do it. Um, so yeah, he's my favorite, absolute favorite Disney villain. But yeah, Mal- Maleficent's up there. Um, you know what? You know who I think is overrated is Jafar. Yeah. And the clock agrees with me. But, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not just not big on Jafar. I don't know. And I feel like he was trying really hard. He tried too hard. Yeah. He should have been happy with what he got. Like I, I like Diago. Yeah. It's a bird thing with yeah, you, isn't it? I love it's the a bird. bird thing. It's the bird. I love the bird. Jafar, man, he you're right. He just he tried too hard. I mean, you're he already was, second in command of the kingdom. He was trying like, too hard to be the bad guy. Yeah. Like he just he wanted too much. Yeah. And he already had a lot. It wasn't he's like great. he he struggled for what he had. It wasn't like he was coming from like the bottom and trying to get on top. He was already up there. He had no yeah. reason to be the bad guy. He was just selfish and greedy. I know. Yeah. Is all it is. And Not yeah, selfish and greedy can kind of make you the bad guy. Yeah. But I just feel like when you look at a lot of the Disney villains, you can kind of be like, yeah, I can see where they're coming from. Yeah. It's like, He's you know, just... like the evil queen from Snow White. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I feel you, girl. Like, I, I get you. But... Jafar is just like I'm not happy with what I have. He was like spoiled Which little is child. So much, literally. Second in command of the kingdom. Yep. It's not good enough for you. All right. So we have decided that Jafar is lame. Boo. All right. And let's see what else we have here. Um, okay. This is one of the big ones. Is um, your MBTI profile or your enneagram or both? Um, do Do you know what you are? I took a test. Okay. A while ago. Okay. And it was not me at all. Okay. So what are you not then? I'm not outgoing. Okay. I'm not balanced. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very introverted. Okay. I'm, but I'm also very outspoken. And I feel like a lot of those. Maybe you're a J. I I don't know. I feel like a lot of those tests, they really try to like push you, push everything (laughs) into one group grouping yeah like i hate when i hear therapists or i have a therapist i love my therapist therapists are awesome we are pro therapy yes i love my therapist but i'll hear like Mm. a lot of therapists or mainly like the tv doctors they love to say that like antisocial behavior is is weird and it's the making of a sociopath have you ever killed anyone no, not You're yet. You're fine then. You're fine. Not, not yet. yet. <laughs> you know, I'm still, You're still young. I'm You're still, still young. young. I have my whole life ahead of me. Anything yeah. could happen. So, okay. So I'm, my Enneagram is, a, I'm a four wing five. And basically what that means is I'm a special snowflake. Um, <laughs> and I, no, I, I say this with love to other fours out there because the fours tend to be the creative people. Um, we tend to be on our, our, on our worst days, we tend to be a bit melodramatic, a little bit selfish. Um, but we have this sort of ridiculous idea that people should be able to express themselves and work together and be creative together and enjoy each other's creativity. Um, but also on our worst days, we have this like 
paranoia of not being understood. And so we sometimes overcompensate by being a little um, blunt, I guess you could say. We tend to be a little blunt, um, but we really just want to consider everyone and have everyone be happy, um, which of course is like, it's impossible, but we still try. And um, it's it's funny because literally no one in my church is a four, but here's the thing. It means I serve a very specific purpose because I'm able to provide like the background and thoughts of a four where other people may not actually even think that way at all. So it's a good thing. It is a good thing. Actually, two two of my other very good friends are also fours. And the five wing is um, something about being aggressive. I think I can't remember <laughs> what that is. Um, so so for me, that was that was really accurate. Like, I mean, even down to the like, sometimes you you, you wallow in self-pity too long. And I was like, oh, yep, that's me. See, I do that. Definitely me. Um, and, you know, I'm my harshest critic. I think I, many I, people are. I judge myself on everything that I do. I judge myself on my hair. Do I look okay? Have I lost enough weight? Did I gain too much back? Okay. Now, do you think that's your anxiety talking? I think it is. Because a lot of it is anxiety, but I've also always been that way. I am my, I've always judged myself the hardest, even if it's, you know, I got a 98% instead of where's that other 2%. What did I, what, is wrong with the way I answered that question that you had mm. to take that 2% off. Like, yeah. Like, were you an honor student? When I was little, like okay. elementary yeah. school, like young. I was okay. honor student. And then I have a math learning disability, which kind of kicked me off. That I don't like math, honor. but that's not a disability. <laughs> I don't like math either, but it's because of the disability. Okay. Because once math started with like adding like the letters and the, and the special little signs in it, I was kind of like, I'm out. Yeah. I just didn't get it. So hitting like upper middle school, high school, I could not, I could not math and it kind of knocked me off honor, but I, I fell deeply into the newspaper and journalism okay, and creative see, I was on the yearbook. Yes. I love and that stuff. That was my, that's where I thrive. That's your jam. That cool. was my thing. I loved doing the journalism and creative writing classes. I loved being on the newspaper. I loved seeing my name in print. And like <laughs> before I met my husband and had my oldest daughter, in my mind, I honestly thought that I was going to become a writer and I was going to move to New York City and be like Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> like I was going to be this like independent writer who wears and, tutus. Yeah. Who lot. wears really <laughs> awesome tutus and way too expensive shoes, but I was going to have an apartment full of cats. Naturally. You know, like she didn't have any pets and I didn't understand why, but I would, I was going to have like an apartment full of cats and really cool clothes. And I was going to write and there's still was, time. That was like, there's still time. Life. Now, <laughs> now I have like too many kids, not enough cats. You're not, you're right. You're not balanced. Yeah. I'm not, not balanced. balanced. Too many kids. Um, not no, cats. I, as a kid, I, I was really strongly considering being a journalist. Like I love to write and my husband just sent me a message about Instacart. <laughs> oh, he put the meat in the fridge, babe. That's so awesome. Thank you for putting the meat in the fridge. Cause otherwise the cats were going to get to it. Well done. Which they've done before. My you cats know, eat pizza. Uh, my, my big bread cats, like they'll mm. rip into the bag and then eat little pieces out of every piece and then throw the bag on the floor. Oh! Just like a toddler. So, <laughs> uh, Friends of mine. Hi, Cammie and Tony. I hope you're listening. They have the most awesome cat named Bo. That's and a good name for a cat. Bo, I like that. His name is Bolin. <gasps> I love it. Like yes. Anne Boleyn? No. Bolin, like some anime character, I believe. Oh. I guess that's okay, too. But he's- <laughs> English tutor history. Yeah. Yes. He's okay. awesome. He's huge. 
Um, he is a toddler. I'm pretty sure he's is a he human like- <laughs> trapped in a cat body. He does, which is actually the- what we want someday. I would like to be yes. in a cat body. And- he does some of the weirdest things. And one of those is he will fight for loaves of bread <laughs> and buns. Like he will fight his human parents. Loves his for carbs. Them. He I love will it. hold on to them and he will bite them with his teeth. And he will do anything he possibly can to make sure that the bread is his. So as a rule in their house, bread cannot be left out. I want to hear more about the bread and the cat, but our children are telling us that our time is up for recording and they have PlayStation time now. And they're right. So um, we are going to cut this episode a little on the short side and we're going to be back next time. And um, I don't, I don't think we have like a signing off sound or anything that we're going to say. So I guess just bye. Like, bye. (laughs) Bye. There you go. Okay. (laughs) Um, Hopefully we um, have gained your interest and uh, we will talk to you next week. We'll talk at you next week. Yeah. We will talk at you. Okay, I'm Becky G. And I'm Becky P. And she has a lisp. (laughs) And this has been the OMG Becky podcast. Follow us. Okay, bye. OMG Becky. Theme song is OMG Becky by Pittsburgh artist Backyard. Ooh.